This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Are we on? We're live. We are live, mate. Um, we thought we'd do this on camera, mate, because obviously you are pretty, pretty Ricky. You know what I mean? We, we, oh, no. You're too good for the radio, mate. <laughs> say that. I've got a great face for radio, by the way. So why do you think me and Nick do this on a weekly basis, man? Nick actually is older than me and looks and looks younger. He, does, he has got that little Benjamin Button thing going, aren't you, boy? Yeah. What is it? Is it a Scouse thing? You lads look dead young. I'm probably younger than Perry, and I look about fucking ten years older. That's true. <laughs> My mum is is I am of mixed race, as everyone knows. So my mother looks really young, and they say black don't crack well it's it's not following trait with me because my hair's going grey and it is cracking by the day <laughs> I love the hair though I love the yeah, new it, hair it, it yeah yeah me, looks it better than the skinhead just makes me look grown up mate and I'm trying my best not to grow up but these kids are uh, well, I'm making the path very very hard <laughs> so I'm growing I'm growing three days to one I reckon it is the ratio listen we, we've um, I know that you've been doing a lot of media we're not. We're not. We're, listen, we're not going down the normal route. You know how we work. We yes. we do things a little bit different. So you, I just want you to clear up some stuff before we talk boxing. All right? Okay. Fight away. Who is actually promoting this fight? Matchroom Promotions uh, and Haymaker. It's a joint promotion. It is a joint promotion. Ignore that clown. He has not had the final say. Uh, <laughs> he's gone on that. I. You know. He's he. I don't follow them on Instagram and I've muted them on my Twitter and I have done a while ago so people tell me have you seen why he's posted this and I, and I tell them no I haven't and I'm not really interested I can't be bothered so don't tell me uh, I won't use the language that I would usually use to the people who are telling me because we're on a child friendly show <laughs> but uh, I do tell them in that way so then in the end I end up looking at it and it's <clears throat> things like I'm putting on Paulie Malignaggi on the bill. Well, you're not putting on Paulie Malignaggi on the bill, you clown, because we'd agreed the fight weeks ago for between Sam Eggington and Paulie Malignaggi. Then he's going on, <clears throat> I'm going to put this one on. Uh, he said Lee he Selby? Put, he I'm announcing Lee Selby? I'm Selby was Lee this Selby. week, yeah. No, no. He's, do you know what he's just gone and done? He's gone and got Lee Selby absolute buttons, because that's all that's left on the, on the, on the budget. He's, and it's sad to say, I'm sorry, I don't want to be disclosing people's information, but Lee Selby is worth much more than he's getting. Uh, now, if I wasn't in control, I wouldn't have a clue what the figures were and what people were getting. But the fact of the matter is, <clears throat> I am in as much control as him. The split is not 50-50, but it's not far off. Mm. That's what I will say. Uh, I had to give in to an awful lot of devilish demands of uh, Mariah Hay. But <laughs> it's, it was unbelievable, mate. We, we were talking about this on our yeah. show, weren't we, Nick? Regarding, like, because technically you're the champ. Yeah, I'm so, all right. Yeah, it's a heavyweight fight. Yeah, but you're the champ. You've got the heavyweight. You've got the cruiserweight belt. I'm so who's walking second and stuff like that? Is that part oh, of the no, deal? It's him. I guarantee he walks in second. Oh, they have to. Yeah, mate, he's I, a prima donna. I, I, I thought I was going to have to carry him in the ring. To be honest, I was, <laughs> was going to give him a piggyback. Uh, I must be seated at the press conference waiting for him to sit down. <clears throat> was one of the rules. He soon found out I'm not a man who plays by the rules. The minute we started that press conference, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, there was so many things and, and you know I must be sat in the blue corner I must be this I must be that I said listen let's just cut a long story short here let's just forget about it can I pick my own shorts can I pick my own gloves <laughs> yes yes I said well that's it yeah. you can have everything else and, and Eddie's response was tone tone you know 
he's not pulling our pants down. We're not having this, you know, and this and that. And I just said, listen, Ed, just let him have what he wants. All I care about is fighting. So this, everybody says to me, you know, what this is, and Tony's doing it because, you know, he's going heavy. It's all about them. This isn't, it, it was about the money when we were negotiating. Mm. But since the day I signed that contract, it was never about the money. This was about sending a message. Sending a message that I can punch this clown all over the ring. And I can. And I'm gonna. We're gonna find out. March sec- uh, March 4th, mate. We're gonna find yeah. out, aren't we, my man? Um, where have you parked your yacht, by the way? Uh, <laughs> have you just is it, is rocked it, it up amazing, at the dock? Yeah. I wish, mate. Do you know what? <laughs> you rocked it up at the dock. It's, next to, it's the Royal Irish, yeah. Very, yeah. Maybe one day. Uh, do you know what? <laughs> I thought all you fighters do that now. That's how you train, isn't it? Oh, no, mate. It's only clowns who train like that. People. Have you, who, been, have you been on the flip flops? Have you been po- punching them? Have you been doing I, that? I have been at the beach, mate. I have been on the beach, but it was Crosby Medina that wasn't my happy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a lot colder. It was yeah, it was a lot colder there. And uh, people were giving me a look as if to say, What are you doing here? Uh, he, he's got he does it his way I'll do it my way you know yeah. he's uh, that hasn't bothered you at all that kind of stuff no, it doesn't bother me Nick not, excuse me again not in the slightest it, it's we all have our ways of preparing and we all have our habits and and, our, and what we like to do away from boxing and, and if the truth be known I like to train really really hard push myself to the limits as I'm sure he will do being the great athlete he is uh, but the difference between us is I like to spend my downtime at home with my kids because that's what I do it for. He prefers to spend his downtime with helmets <laughs> like Eubank, with clowns like Dizzy Rascal, uh, with guys who barely know who he is in Jeremy Piven and Jamie Fox. Uh, this guy would turn up to the opening of an envelope if there was cameras there. And, and that's just not me. I'd really. seen it flew back into the UK this week and went straight to Julian McDonald's yes. fashion show or something at all. Why? You come straight into home. To, to Surely you're going to go and see your son first. And the first thing, well, you would think that. Well, well listen, the best thing you're saying is Christmas Day, I, I trained really hard right up to Christmas. Christmas Eve, I trained really hard with Dave in Sheffield. I came home and... Uh, my Christmas day was about just getting up with the family and spending it with them because that's when I believe I should be. They're the people in the world who need me. They're the people in the world I want to be with. And on Christmas morning, I woke up with them. He woke up in Miami with a gang of strangers around him. And uh, and and he thinks that's great because he's, he's in sunny weather on a beach. Well, you know, so be it. That's your, that's your prerogative. Each to their own, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. each to their own. You know, mm. my, my choice was... I wanted to wake up with my kids and, and be happy and be nice and watch, watch them open the presents. Yeah, and... the pre- that's what Christmas is for me. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's just what I do and that's the way it is. And, uh, like I say, he's got his own ways. He's a fantastic athlete. He's a brilliant fighter. Uh, I think he's a dog of a man as a human being, but that's just my opinion. Does it mean anything? No, it doesn't. Opinions mm. are like arseholes, my friend. Everybody <laughs> has one. <laughs> Some are dirtier than others as well, mate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, uh, I noticed as well, I know you've been training hard. Yes. I know the dev's been working you hard, mate, and I know that you take yeah. your craft very, very seriously. However, I did notice as well that you did take a little bit of a break last when week. Was that? Just a little bit of a break, because I know that you're a lover, technically not a fighter, all right? I know that you wouldn't Try let your... to be. I know that you would not let your missus down on Valentine's, man. <laughs> I know that there was some romance knocking about. Mate, do you know what, right? I'm going to explain Valentine's Day. I got home, because uh, I was in Sheffield, and... I'd usually come home on a Wednesday, but I came <clears throat> home on the Tuesday. And uh, everyone all day been posting messages to the wives and the missus, soppy ones, and, 
I love you, babe, and I love you this. And, and my missus was like, so she didn't, I called her and, you know, you know when you call your missus and you go, how are you, babe, every night with the kids and every, yeah, yeah. And then, how are you? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's only, a, are you, are you okay with You're fine, yeah, fine. Where Them four you? letters mean so much yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine, I'm fine. So I thought, okay, yeah. Uh, Okay, we just, I'll get home, we'll see what the dance is. And uh, everyone puts these posts on social media. Now, I don't need to post something to say I love me, missus. We've been yeah. together for, for Forever. far too long. Yeah. We're closing in on 16 years. I've yeah. known her since she was nine years old. I've been with her since she was 17. And I was 18. And uh, like I say, you could just sense when I got home what it was. And I put a post up on uh, on me social media and it was purple hockey. Uh, <laughs> And I just put roses are red, uh, violets, uh, violets are blue. Can I feel your biceps? Pit love purple. <laughs> and it was a picture of perps like that. There'll be, there'll be people not from Merseyside that don't know who purple like he is. But so, Google him. Google he's a legend. Yeah, Google I just thought you know it was funny and stuff, and we missed when, when we sat down at the meal. You know we missed. You know everyone's posting nice things, and you post something like that. You know purple like Okay, it was a joke. I mean, I don't need to tell people. I, I adore you. And I've always adored you. You're my mate. You're my missus. You're the mother of my kids. And so then I had to play the game, didn't I? And of course I you did, mate. I had to post that message sitting at a table on a restaurant. You know, Ryan I booked Dad, a yeah. favourite restaurant, a table for two, like four, spitting up, uh, about four weeks before. Yeah, know, yeah. I've done it all. It's right. hard to get in Nando's around here, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's getting more expensive by the week. <laughs> So, you know, I sent her a, a ton of flowers and uh, <clears throat> roses and all that stuff. And uh, I just, I, I'm. I, she wanted the public display of affection, man. That's what the girls are after, lad. But, that's not but then they don't about. want it. You do that and they don't yeah. want it. Like, what are you doing that for? Yeah, and then they're embarrassing me. Once I've done it, it was like, the pitch is not right. My either side <laughs> isn't it. The, the model of the story is, mate, listen, you're never ever going to fully please a woman. You're never going to fully make her happy. Just do what you can, and if she's smiling, just keep your head down. Happy wife, happy life. That's how it is, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, we are. You know, we get married next year. Uh, You know, I I always thought I was going to be that guy who was engaged never to be married, but I'm I'm edging towards the end of this crazy game I'm in, and uh, my circle edges a little bit smaller every year, so next year we can finally get married. And uh, Hopefully, you know, this could be me last year in the game. Do you well, think? I haven't said that to anyone yet, but... <clears throat> the next 12 months or 2017 as a year? I, I'd say more likely the next 12 months. Uh, yeah, I just think these could be the last ones. I, I've always been very adamant when I said this. I will retire from boxing. Boxing will not retire me. Yeah. And I've always believed that. Don't overstay your welcome. Uh, and, and be happy, be content with you. I'll be honest, when I won that world title at Goodison Park... Yeah. If if that fight would have made me financially secure, you'd never have seen me in a boxing ring again. Hmm. And that's the God's honest truth. Because that was the dream. That was the. I, that I, was I, it. I it ain't, it ain't ever going to get better than that. Yeah, it's I clocked the game. Yeah, I clocked the game. We're on Grand Theft Auto. CJ and Trevor <laughs> have just kicked through the door. I've clocked the game, mate. And, and now all CJ and Trevor need is a couple of them bonus points. The, the special gun or the great that's car. It. <laughs> that's all I need now, and I've I've, done, I've got everything. So <clears throat> this is a bonus fight. So yeah. it, well, like you say, it is a bonus fight, and I know that you've taken <clears throat> it extremely seriously. Oh, but don't, it, don't. but it won't, in your opinion, then top what happened in May no, last year, man. No. Nothing can anything it. top that man? no not me I've said it and it's a strange position to be in it's a, I've had the defining moment of my career I've had it 
Mm. And, and you just have to accept it. Uh, you've got to remember what Goodison Park means to me and what Everton Football Club means to me. I've been going to Everton Football Club. My eldest brother's been taking me there since I was nine years old. I've spent every other weekend of my life there since I was nine years old. I've had season ticket after season ticket in the Gladys Street. Uh, and, and, that, and that says something, man, when there's no trophies coming in. You know what I mean? You've got to be passionate, brother. You've got to be passionate. Mate, you've got to love me. You've got to <laughs> really, really love them. You be careful. So yeah. You can be chief of me. I can show you what a chair can do when it's thrown <laughs> real, real hard. Uh, you know what, mate? I just... I've been going there my whole life. And Plus, you've spent a lot of time training there. You know yeah. a lot of the players. You know, you know the staff of the club yeah. as well. That's obviously you can't. It's even I more can't on you. Put it into words. How nervous and how much pressure was on me that night. And yeah, I yeah. can't put into words how much expectation was on me. I might not have been on set to win by the bookie standards and what everyone else was saying. But believe you me. But every scouser believed that you were going to win. In my heart, I believe I was going to win. Every scouser w- mm. thought you they were turning up to watch Tony Bell, you become world champion and, yeah, and do they, the movie thing. They were hoping. Yeah, they yeah. were hoping, but in my mind, I knew what I had to go to to win that night. And it wasn't just about the broken nose or the climbing off the floor. Yeah, you just added your own Hollywood sprinkle to it, mate. That's what you did. You thought oh, yeah. you'd take a little bit everyone of a dive in the first that, round. Everyone says to me, <laughs> you wouldn't change nothing about that night, would you, if you couldn't? And I say, yeah, yeah, mate, I wouldn't. Yeah, just besides the fact that my nose was halfway across my face <laughs> and uh, I had to pick myself off the floor. So, uh, mate, I'd have changed the whole lot if the two's been on. But uh, I can never top it. Does it. Listen, I could knock this clown out in 20 seconds of the first round. And it wouldn't even be half as good as Goodison. From that night at Goodison, then heading in, you know, heading down to London mm. next week, then the the, the pressure is not going to be anything like what you were under no. the, that night at Everton. So it feels like you're just going to there's no pressure. Enjoy you. yourself now. You're still enjoying. There's it? no pressure on me anymore. That I, I, uh, the big thing, what everybody <clears throat> can't understand with me is they all ask the same question, and the media always asks, "Can Tony Bell you get up for these fights? He's had his dream night. He's had his dream moment. How does he get up?" Do you know why I can get up for it? <clears throat> because the the points, the, the 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 three goals never change. The three goals never change. Mm. No matter what fight it is, no matter what a win, the three important things that I fight for and the three important in things that I prepare for, they never change. So I will always prepare the best I possibly can and I will always fight the best I can on based on the three things. And the three things are, number one, to get home safe to me, missus and me three kids, because they're the only people that matter deep down in this world to me. And my family, obviously. But number one is to get home safe to the three kids. Number two is to win at all costs. Do whatever you've got to do to win. And number three is nothing else matters. And no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm in the gym, whether I'm pushing myself to the limit, whether I'm dying on a treadmill, uh, it does not matter. Them three goals apply in life and everything that I do. Mm. So I will never turn up for a fight unprepared because if I turn up for a fight unprepared, there's a chance I'm not making number one. Mm. And that's just how simple it is. So if I don't if I don't push myself, if I'm not trained right, if I don't do it all correct, do you feel as well? There's always a chance of number one not happening. Because yeah. you're a dad <coughs> and now your kids are of an age where they can see you doing your thing <coughs> and they're at that age where maybe they're trying to think to themselves, oh, I would like to do X, Y, and Z. Not necessarily fighting, boxing. Yeah, well, me but, 11-year-old thinks he's going to. Well, but they might be thinking of a particular career. Yes. Those three things that you just mentioned, they're applied to everything in life, in a way. So therefore, do you have mm. in your head a responsibility to say, listen, prove the way, you know what I mean? To kind of mm. set an example, I think, is the right way. Yeah. Uh, 
Or does that not even come into your psyche? No. When it comes to boxing, I separate it completely from my life. My kids don't under, don't don't see nothing that I do. They don't understand anything that I do. Mm. Uh, my baby, four years old, uh, Carter just thinks I'm I'm a runner who punches people <laughs> now and again. My eight year old thinks that daddy has a fight, and my eleven year old knows the drill. He knows exactly what Well, he was there at Goodison, man. He yeah, saw well, it all, didn't he? He is the only... That's the only fight any of my kids will ever be at, and it will be the first and last. And it, it was only purely because it was down to Goodison. I do not believe in children being at the boxing. I just... That's my opinion. Uh, I just don't believe in it. And the only reason it was there was because it was Goodison. Yeah. yeah. So... And you knew it was going to be that <clears> moment, that seminal knew. moment in your career. Yeah. You didn't want him to grow up and go... I wish you'd be the talking yeah, to that one. I know, that, that was the was only the one. That, that was the biggest moment in my life and I just wanted him to be there. Uh, and it makes you well, it makes me well up thinking about the thought of him being there again. I remember looking before the walk down the tunnel and crying, thinking, what is my son doing here? What have I done? And then you know, all the things come flooding in from the first round. It was just unbelievable. Like yeah, I say, yeah. I'm hard to run about the past, but that that's what that's why I am the way I am, and that's why I've always I've never been found wanting in fights. I've mm. never been tired, I've never got done because I always prepare the same way and I'm driven by the same things. Since I got to a certain age in the sport, I stopped looking at it as a a sport not that that I do love, yes, but as like a glamour sport and it's great and it's it's good. I looked at it. It's not a game. It's, it's not a game. Not meat. It's not a game and it's not a sport. It's a brutal, horrible business. Mm. And when I say brutal, that's an understatement. Mm. It's horrible. It really is. And people haven't got the slight... What you see on fight night and what goes on for the months and months before it and the years of building up to that, What I what, when I look back what I've gone through to win what I've won and do the things I've done is just... It's insane, mate. Mm. It really is. I've gone some dark places, horrible times, heartbreaking, so, so hot. Push your body every day to the limit for 16 weeks. Just try and do it. Ask anyone. And it breaks, it falls apart. Uh, it's like this camp now. I'm I'm, I'm at my wit's end. I, I hate it. You're ready. I, You're ready to fight. I've had enough. I could fight right now and, and fight to the finish. Uh, but I've just got another few days to go. I've just got to get through this yeah, week. Yeah. I've had enough, though, mate. I'm... I'm at the stage where I've you want to get yourself one of them yachts, Tony. You know what I mean? It seems a lot more relaxing on <laughs> you one know of them. When I hear them saying it's been the best camp ever, and that's that's an old cliche. Silly fighters say it very rarely. Uh, I've had a great camp. The, this camp, uh, it's be, supposed to be hard though, isn't it? Yeah, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. But yeah. this camp for me, <clears throat> best way of saying it, I've worked really hard. But the period that the camp's over, I've got sick a few times. I've had coughs. I've had colds. I've had the flu. Uh, but I'm right and I've trained really hard I've sparred a lot of rounds I've done everything that I'm supposed to do uh, I'm a little bit heavier than I usually would be but I can be because it's a weight above It's and when I hear him saying it's been a great camp I've loved it and it's just been so refreshing and relaxing mate I've hated every minute because I've pushed myself every single day to get that bit mm. more out of myself to get that bit fitter and you can't Keep pushing yourself and pushing yourself and enjoying it because it hits. Yeah, yeah. It really hits. That's why they say no pain, no gain, my friend. Yeah. Mate, I've had two fellas. You, you had Delboy in, didn't you? Delboy's been in. I've had Delboy Chisora. I've had a heavy, a top top 10 heavyweight in America who's unbeaten, 17 and a half, 18 stone. He's in four rounds. Another guy's in four rounds and a fast cruiserweight in four rounds. It's a thousand pound cash on the ring, mate. Yeah, yeah. You drop me, there's a thousand pound cash. Take it. It's yours. 
who doesn't want a thousand pound cash? Ain't no one took that grand yet. Could I? Could I use a bat if if if, uh, if that's on on the cards? <laughs> Only if I can use one too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yes, yeah, uh, I mean no one's took it yet, and and I wish they. I wish the opponents would put a grand down for them because I, I I'd be a good few quid up now. Yeah, I'd but- be a good few quid up, mate. And it just these are the parts that people don't see when you when big men like this are getting in with you. You're tired. Mm. You're sore. You're hitting on the ribs. You get hit on the head. They're getting in fresh. Mate, they're getting in fresh. They've got to do four rounds. Six at the most if they're good. Yeah. And and they just need to drop you. Mm. It's unbelievable, mate. Who would pay someone to try and drop you? <laughs> Only in boxing. <laughs> and I've done it. You know, it's about Has that the been the big camp. change for this camp? The fact, <clears> obviously, <throat> you're sparring much bigger guys, but <clears throat> also... You know, is it from the outside looking in? You would hazard your diet's changed, your strength and conditioning program has changed. Is that accurate? Have you been lifting more weights? Have you been doing more physical stuff? Have you, have you yeah. been, you know, cutting back on your diet, or have you eaten more protein or more carbs? As yeah, it were? Do you know what? I've just followed the same diet that I always do. I eat clean for twelve weeks. Well, I try my best to stick to clean. Uh, in twelve weeks, I've had a milkshake and I've had. Your Nando's last Tuesday, obviously, with the misses. Do people say Nando's is bad, but I mean, I'm, Nando's is just chicken. boxing coach rotary chicken. shouldn't be having it full of salt and all that. Go on, do one. Uh, they just annoy me, these people, so you can never be perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm a normal fella. I just, I'm good at punching people in the face. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy eating what I'm eating. So, you know, I eat clean. I've just that for this week, I've been mostly eating sweet potato, uh, a lot of broccoli and chicken breast. And mm. just me missus does a Tupperware box, which makes you 10% stronger eating out of a Tupperware box. That's <laughs> dead hard. <laughs> uh, so I just, I just do what I do, man. And I just train and train and train. Ultimately, I'm not of this ilk that, oh, nutrition and looking great wins fights. Listen, me brains, balls, yeah. heart. And power wins fights. Yeah. We've talked and about I this last week, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Don't, don't kid yourself about a physique. It's functional muscle. Functional muscle is. I've all got plenty that of that functional muscle. Level. I've <laughs> had it. I've had it my whole career. Listen, if bodies won fights, I'd be Peter Buckley. <laughs> I'm a lucky boy. Bodies don't win fights. Just look at the amount of people I've left fast asleep on the floor. who have got a six pack. Yeah, man. Yeah. They look across the ring at me, and trust me, I pro- he's gonna do the exact same thing. They always do it. They look across the ring and they think, he doesn't look much, he's nothing. And then, boom! And and they just think, what the beep was that? Yeah. And that's just how it goes, mate. They just they, they can't deal with it, they can't. Where did, where did all this with him start? When did this all start? Because it's, we all saw what happened at the end of the BJ Flores fight and yes. you, you obviously, we I saw create, that. I created the fights, basically. I but but there, must, there must have been <clears throat> something previous to that to warrant that. No, well, he he put out, didn't he, a tweet that was about six months earlier to that uh, and it went something like, I will smash anyone in boxing, anyone can get it. So he was asking for an opponent, basically. Yes. Who wants it? Who wants a piece of the pie? Who wants it? And I thought, well, it's not like Anthony Joshua doing it. And I'm facing oh, once again. Jesus. Is that broccoli, mate? Does it to me? You know what I mean. My missus makes me eat it all the time. Pete's meat. It's not like Anthony Joshua was doing it, and and it's a monster, big time heavyweight coming out. And I'd say, you know what? I'm playing the risky. You know, you're a big dude. The former undisputed cruiserweight world champion comes out and says, "Who wants it? Let's have it. Anyone can get it." And I thought, I'll have a bit of that because you're the current. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't the world champion at the time. Uh, I was on the. I was just about to fight for the European title against Mateus Masterman. Ah, right, okay. So then, 
it, it gathered a bit of pace, and uh, lo and behold, David phoned me, and uh, he said to me, do you, do you, are you serious? Do you fancy it? I went, listen, lad, you know me, and you know I'm game as they come. I'm game, let's do it. He said, leave it with me, I'm going to get someone to call you. Uh, about a week later, this was three weeks before I was due to face Matthias Masternick, David Hayes advisors phoned me and called me and said, listen, what do you think about you fighting on David's bill in January when David fights Mark DeMori? <laughs> on Dave? Yeah, on Dave, this was. And uh, he said, Jesus. we will... He said, I said, nah, mate, I'm fighting in December. I'm fighting Matthias Masternick for the European Cruiserweight title. And uh, the guy goes, no, 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 listen, pull out of that fight. And he says to me, and we'll give you double what you're getting for that fight and just fight and no mark heavyweight on David's card. And a I heavyweight, said, they wanted you to move up they, at that point. They wanted point. me to move up at that point because okay. they want to establish a rivalry between yeah. me yeah, and David yeah. and the next one was big one, me and him. And I went, whoa, whoa, no, no, I don't think you get what I'm saying. I gave a man me word that I'll fight on this for this card. That was Eddie Hearn. We shook hands on the Matthias Masterneck deal. And bear in mind, the money weren't great for the Matthias Masterneck fights. If, if the truth be known, it, was, it wasn't good money at all. But I had to... I'd just done the movie. I'd had two upcoming. I'd had two fights back to back that didn't mean nothing, and I needed a meaningful fight in the cruiserweight division after beating the Welsh fella in the rematch. Doing the movie, my profile kind of was spent in Hollywood for a little bit, and mm. it, it put my career back a little bit, if this should be known. Yeah. And uh, David comes on the phone and says to me, "Tone, listen." Don't fight this guy. It's a hard, dangerous fight against Matthias Masler. He's only ever been stopped on his feet by the Russian WBC champion, Gregory Droz. He said, so just don't do it. Just fight a no mark on my bill. I'll pay you double what you're getting for this European Cruiserweight fight. And I was thinking, but then I'm at his mercy. And and the most important thing was I gave him my word yeah, in yeah. Etienne. And I don't need no contract with Etienne. I shake hands with him. We do a deal. And that's the end of it. And, uh, and I don't renegade on what I say. So uh, and I rejected it. David turned up at the press at the weigh-in for the Matthias Masternak fight because Anthony Joshua was top of the bill that night against Dillian White. Mm-hmm. So we're at the weigh-in, <clears throat> uh, Masternak weighs in, and David comes over to me, talks to me, and says, "This, this, da, da, da. I'm not really listening because my eyes are focused on uh, on Matthias Masternak and the huge, uh, big red blotches and bubbles on his back, uh, which I wasn't happy about, and." Uh, it went on from there. I beat Matthias Masternach, uh, and David fought in the January. I give him a slate, and he kind of said whatever he did. <clears throat> and then the year come, and then we were waiting to announce a fight. Then all of a sudden, the opportunity came up to face a Lunga Macabre Goodison Park for the WBC title. Yeah. I won that, and uh, he came into my post-fight uh, speech. Me mind, he came in, should I say, at that stage, and I just thought... That bitch from Bermans, he can get it too. I don't care. Anyone can get it because you've got to understand once I've won the world title, I've clocked You're the game. You're the man now. Yeah, I'm the man. Exactly. I'm looking for big challenges, elite fights. Yeah, I'm world champion. I've got nowhere else to, to do. Only other place to go is unify the division. Lebedev wanted no part. I mean, me, I tried to, we tried to make the Lebedev fight right after the Macabre fight. So I'd have had three world title belts and then the plan was to fight high after Lebedev. Mm-hmm. Lebedev didn't want no part. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and and his people didn't want no part of me. So we then turned our attention to Dimitri Kucha. Kucha priced himself out, which led me to uh, Hayfaker's good nightclub buddy friend, Mr. BJ. And you know what BJ stands for when I'm around. <laughs> Flores. And uh, 
we got to the BJ fight, uh, and what I told Sky Sports was, all as I need you to do is have David Hay in the building when I flatten his nightclub buddy. They done it, and I said I will make the rest happen. Yeah. Don't you worry, Eddie. Said Tone, fight BJ Flores. It'll annoy David Hay, and we can get it talking. I said, listen, if he's in the arena and he's close to that ring, I will detonate on BJ Flores, and then I will detonate on him. I'll, I, with all due respect, Eddie's my friend, and, and we get on great. We're business, we're in business together. Yeah. But I ain't never needed no one to make a fight for me. I ain't never needed no one to put Tony Bellew out there. I ain't never need anyone to promote Tony Bellew. You know why? Because I do it. I've got a mouth. I know what to say. Mm. And I know when to say. And I got rid of BJ in fashion that no one gives me credit for. Everyone looks past it because of the antics after the fight. Yeah. No one had ever done that to BJ for his mm. Never even been on the floor. And I just I slapped him around that ring like a cat would do with a with a cotton wool ball. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I just smashed him and played with him and beat him up and, and showed him the difference between contender and champion. Mm. That's what I showed BJ Flores. And upon showing him who the champ was, I then turned my attentions to a strange-looking man with a hairband in who was goading me from just outside of the ring. And he was saying to me, you're getting it, you're getting it. And I thought... This was during the fight, yeah? This was during the fight. And and I goes back to corner, and I can't remember what Dave said at the end of the second, but, you know, he said to me... He he tried telling me off, and I was just like... I wasn't even looking at him, because I was looking at that pussy sitting down out the ring. (laughs) And... uh, The fight went was over. As as I told everyone, I'd absolutely blitz BJ three rounds. And then I just thought I'd make it known. I walked over to that corner. David Hay, everyone says I instigated that. but if He you, left the sky exactly, commentary position. I watched him do that. Everyone yeah. forgets To move around to an empty corner. Yeah, he left the sky sports position where you where you the seat you're given to sit and he took a chair and moved it to the neutral corner the neutral corner where I would go and stand yeah. when I knocked BJ down mm-hmm. and it was upon then he was giving it the mouth from the corner but no one's picked up on this it's it's always Bell you the bad guy Bell you the mouthpiece Bell you does this Bell you does that not Bell you's being antagonised during a fight but during the yeah, fight, by, fight. A, by, a, by a clown out of the ring who's dressed in a suit that looks terrible on him and he's got a hairband in as well his toe was hurting by the way as well uh, and, and and no one forget no one remembers that and no one says anything it's just always it's Bellew it's Bellew so I've got no problem with that I don't mind being the bad guy I was just going to say but isn't this how it's dressed up though Hey likes to dress himself as being Mr Popular Mr Celebrity oh, everybody be, loves me mate if they're paying I'm playing yeah, yeah. if you want to keep you want to be the heel that'll yeah, do me you want to be the bad guy mate I'll be the bad guy I'll show you the best bad guy you've ever seen <laughs> uh, so I don't know, if I can do it in a Rocky film I can do it in real life too <laughs> so I just I I kicked the, I kicked the, uh, the toe blown at him you know it made, had a good effect it bounced off his big rock hard chest <laughs> and uh, I just gave him a few unpleasantries you know, can, can listen, I, can I just truth fa- be known I was never going to reach him was I no. the guy had 20 security so. guards around yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly you know I, I was planning on like doing a Mexican wave and jumping in like that kind of style and right over him but yeah, I was never going to reach him I just wanted to get close to him to explain listen clown this ain't what you think it is and then this we went into your show yeah and then after the fight we went into a negotiation period where he started at a very high ridiculous stupid number and then we got more down to business and got to a more even suitable yeah, yeah. number for the both camps isn't it, isn't it true to say though that you know in a lot of in a lot of respect obviously this opportunity for you mm. is a way that you can 
basically achieve everything you want to achieve in a sport before you get out much quicker than staying as a cruiserweight. Mm. But in terms of David Hay, he he was don't get he was kind of languishing on Dave. Yeah, nobody was watching it. He needed Sky Box Office. He needed you to get back on box office. You got now the the worst thing. Do you know what? Do you know why he's got this big sop on and cob on with it? He hates Eddie Earn. Do you know why it is? Is because after the fight, once again, uh, he calls me. He texts me and he says to me, listen, can we have a meet-up? And I said, look. This is after BJ Flores, yeah? Right after BJ Flores. He, he texts me, amazing performance. He said, can we have a meeting in the morning? <laughs> was he talking about the fight or the Ooh. performance after the fight? <laughs> I think he's talking about yeah, yeah. amazing performance. Brutal. That's what he put. He said, can we have a meeting tonight? And I said, I'll be over to see you right now with an exclamation mark. And then he just went silent. He didn't reply back because he didn't know what. I said, where are you? I'll be over to see you right now. He didn't respond. And then in the morning, he put, oh, got to go. I've got to get back to London for whatever that because I was going to go meet him and the plan was me to get over there and let him know in no uncertain terms. It's I'm not pissing around. Don't think this is a game. It's not. Yeah. I know, yeah, but we're not friends. Uh, upon that, once he couldn't do it, uh, they came to me and I got offered an awful lot of money. More money than I've ever seen. I got made an offer to f- to do this fight on uh, either BT Sport or Box Nation. And, and once again, I gave him my word and, and I said no. And it's more money than I've ever seen before. With Eddie, because you'd said to Eddie, you're going to make this fight for I me. Said, kind of I've always told Eddie, listen, we're going to work together for as long as I'm happy with you and you're happy with me. And I think Eddie done a video recently and said that my boxer he trusts the most. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's flattering. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that was the top and bottom. I told him no. I said, you deal with Eddie. And he went, but he didn't want to deal with Eddie. He hates Eddie. Because yeah, yeah. you got to remember this, Eddie came along... Uh, on the Sky platform with the Audley Harrison David Hay fight, yeah, mm-hmm. and then from there he just took over boxing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and in a way saved it because he, Sky were going to yeah. drop it. Sky were going to drop boxing. He wanted to do what Eddie's done, exactly. yeah, 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 but he didn't have the, the the staff and behind him. He didn't have the platform. He didn't have the experience to do it, and he, he pissed it all up the wall. And that's why he's in the position he's in now. This is a guy who's who's grossed forty million pounds, netted over twenty. It's gone. Mm. It's gone. Yeah. So yeah, this is a guy who had the world at his feet, and basically pissed it up the wall. And is that he's why he's a got very a fight? bitter man towards got, Eddie? And he's got to keep fighting now because well, well, he's to, not. Well, to, if, if to, you if you know anything about David Hay, the thing he said his whole career was, "I'll be retired by 30? the time I'm thirty. Yeah, he yeah, he's, yeah, he's been on various things saying it. I remember him in the jungle. Oh, I'm. I'm going to be done with boxing. I don't want to be known as a, as a boxer. I want to be known as an established Hollywood actor. You moron! Grow up and behave yourself. You're known as a fantastically amazing athlete of a boxer and a fighter. You are a world champion, mm. a heavyweight and cruiserweight champion. That is what you are going to be known that's for. That's your place boy. in the world. That is yeah. your place in life. Now that's my place in life too, and I'm happy with that. Yeah. But this idiot. Looks down on boxing, and and this is what's made him what he is. This is what's given him the chances he's got in life. It's just he's an idiot, mate. He's an idiot, and he's he's destroyed and blown everything he's created in this game by his own demise. He just can't leave it alone. He's a broken man. Trust me, when I see him next week, I will say things that will infuriate him. What you know? what where are you at? How do you feel towards obviously the press conference when he threw a shot without gloves on? That, I think that's disgusting. I think it's wrong. It's a step too far. He, he he's blaming me for it. Now <clears throat> we come head to head. Just watch the video. The video can't lie. He, he gets closer and closer to me. My I got close enough, and then I started talking and saying a few words, and it, it was antagonising me. And he's intimidated by me because 
he's intimidated by me for the simple reason is he, I'm unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I don't plan it and I don't know what I'm going to do. So if I don't know what I'm going to do, how the hell does he know what I'm going to do? And it it frightens him. I know it does. I tell by the look on his eyes and I got close and I said a few words to him. And then he got really so close, he was on the verge of kissing me. And I just went, wait, whoa, it ain't that kind of party. So I pushed it. Legally, you, when someone enters your personal space, you are legally allowed to push them, that person away from you to, to remove them from your physical space. Yeah. As I pushed him, he threw on the left hook, and the left hook hit me on the side of the head, and the rest is history. Uh, then we had some dwarf of a security guard try and step towards me. He's very, very lucky I, I didn't <laughs> react to that because he'd still be asleep now if I did. Uh, so... It is what it is. I mean, it's, uh, you say to you must know that that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to bring that red mist down on you. He wants he you. To, he wants you in that yeah. fight. He wants, he wants you, you doing that. I, I suppose so. But listen, what I the things I'm going to say to him next week will far more affect him than they ever will me. No words can affect me. I told him this, and the gloves are off. The only moment I was annoyed, we done the gloves are off, and which uh, is on this Sunday, by the way, for it's people on watching. This Sunday, show, yeah. yes, uh, I nearly imploded, shall we say, because I, I told him. <clears throat> I've got no real like or wanting to be known. I hate it, to be honest. I used to get a kick out of it and a buzz out of it many years ago as an amateur boxer. I used to look in the paper, the articles, Nick and Wright, or I'd see myself on BBC fighting a Navy fan. I'd get a buzz out of it and a laugh. But when you've been doing this for as long as I have and you've done it at certain levels, I've been in a Hollywood movie, mate, that gets amazing amounts of media. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I've fought for world titles in me, in me in me home's football stadium. I've sold that Arco Arena out of Dunham how many times. I've fought on Sky Box Office. So although I don't like to refer to myself as being famous, I'm someone who's known very well of course. known for what you're famous. Do. End of you are. I, and I hate being that. I hate being known because you know why? Because I'm a normal lad who, who likes to have a laugh with his mates and just be around his kids and just be left alone. I don't have a big circle around me. I've mm. got a small circle, and you know I can't even go out with the lads anymore. And 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 have a listen. I'm a terrible dancer, but I like to go out and have a dance, have a boogie, a bit of break. Just dance. laugh. Just uh, laugh yeah, with just pals. A, a bit yeah. of break dancing breaks out. You know, press ups. Are you are being serious? Down. No, mate. It's fantastic. We have a scream. <laughs> uh, rollovers on the floor. Press ups. I'm a stupid young young lad at art. Well, I'm a man. But we're all children and ourselves men. We don't grow up. I can imagine you doing a bit of Northern Soul, you know mate, what I mean? Down I'm on the back. Mates, break dancing, rollovers, yeah, yeah, yeah. press ups, <laughs> you know, babies, the lot. We just, it's funny, <laughs> mate, it's a laugh. And now I can't do them things no more because all of a sudden, when I walk into a place, people are videoing me on a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if it's not through boxing, it's through the Rocky film, yeah, it's through everything. It's, people know who you are. So. If the truth be known, like I said, I just said to Sky Sports, and I don't think they were very happy when I said, I said, you know when I'm finished with this sport, you won't see me. Mm. And the Sky Sports are paying me a lot of money to talk nonsense about boxing. I said, because I don't want to be known. I said, I don't like being known. All is fame. The only thing that being famous does for you is brings me pressure. Yeah. Pressure to act a certain way and behave and say certain things that I don't want to say or do. Yeah. And that's why I hate being. I just and that's where that reputation comes from because we spend time with you. We see you with your kids mm-hmm. and family. We know you're a different dude, and that I must am. wind you up a little bit because you have to kind of play a role. I do. I, I play. I, I do play the role. I admit first and foremost, I do play the role, and I play it bloody good as well. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I know to sell a fight, and I know what people want to yeah, hear, yeah. and I know what they want to see. And uh, no matter, I told Eddie a long time ago, he made the Kelbrook and Triple G fight. 
And he says to me, this is a big fight tone. It's going to do big numbers. And it didn't live up to the numbers that they expected it to do. And I said, what did I tell you when you first made this fight? He said, I know, I know. And I told him, no matter how good the fighters are, no matter how big they are, unless you're in the, the heavyweight division is, is a different entity. Yeah, of course. In this. It's just, it's a different ball game, heavyweight boxing. But in any other weight division, nobody wants to see two guys meet up, shake hands and go, Let's have a good fight. He's yeah, a good yeah. fighter. He's a good fighter. I like him. He likes me. But we're going to have a fight. It, mate, they just don't want to see it. And yeah, that's yeah. why everyone is far more excited about yeah. you against Hay than they are about AJ versus Klitschko. It's just, it's. But like I say, they're heavyweight, so it's going to do major numbers. It's yeah, sold of course. Wembley out and that. But I'll be totally honest. I really think me and the clown could have sold Wembley out because yeah. I'll do things next week that it's going to send this thing into overdrive. And you know why I'll do them? Because that's what people want to see and that's what's going to sell It's tickets. showbiz, man. It's yeah. showbiz in a way. This it's entertainment, sold, isn't it? This fight sold out in 20 seconds. 21,000 seats in 20 seconds. Mm. And don't The pay-per-views be- will be big. The pay-per-views will be big. Don't ever believe that it was just him because I've been here before. I've done this before. I've done big numbers mm. against me versus the Welsh fella in the rematch. Mm. And let's all be honest here, there was only one fella talking before that fight. Yeah. Because the, the maths graduate didn't say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he just, all he says, well, you're too fat. That's to good beat you up. <laughs> That's that Hollywood fan in that. Are, are you, are you, you, you know, you're talking earlier on about yeah. this is your last year now. Is it because you, you're tired of playing yeah. this part now? You're mm-hmm. tired of being the heel, the bad in, guy? The- in all honesty, if I didn't have me kids, that would have been done a long time ago. Because from a, from a financial perspective, I'm cool. Mm. I could have I could have been done a while back, but I ain't fighting for me, and I've never been fighting for me yeah. since the day my first boy popped up. I've been fighting for them, so after this one, they're financially secure. So without sounding big headed, mate, my kids are going to be rich, yeah. <laughs> richer than I ever am or I had the chance. Yeah, of, man. And that's all I got. But then you've got sixteen years to look back on of pure graft to go. Do you know that's what, why they do, I I've worked so hard. It is. They I, deserve I've worked it. so so hard, and, I, and I'll create a business that they can walk into, and I want them to be their own bosses, and I want them to grow up and have the right things. I've got them in a lovely school. Uh, they, they live in a lovely area with lovely people, and. I I just want to forget about boxing. Yeah, I I love the sport. I love the sport. I love boxing as much as anyone. And and I've forgot more. I've forgot more than this clown knows about boxing. I'm fighting. I know so much about boxing. I'm like an encyclopedia in my mind. I can tell you, you know, people's first fights, world champions who've lost. You know, I know everything about the likes of Mike Tyson, your Felix Chandler, Oscar De La Hoya's. Lesser fighters who no one would know anything about a fighter called Ted Kid Lewis, probably one of the greatest fighters mm-hmm. this world, this country, it probably is the greatest fighter this country ever produced. It's just fighters from all different places, man. I know all these things, and it's boxing that's got me there. But I just, I want to, I want to just be a dad 24-7-365. Mm. Yeah. And that's I, can't late, be, I can't be that while I'm in this sport no, because I'm playing this stupid villain all the time and. And, and and I'm sending my kids away on Sunday. My kids are going on a lovely holiday for a week to Dubai and I've got to go and act like the mayor. And the reason I'm sending them away is because I don't want them to be around turn the news on every and all this week, next week, and see the nonsense that's going on, the things that are getting said. Because yeah. I've even had to delete my son. My 11-year-old son can't go on social media no more because I've got a guy here saying he's going to leave me in hospital and on a stretcher. Yeah. yeah. The, this is the mark of the dog of a man I'm dealing with. I don't want to hurt no one in a boxing ring. I don't want to hurt David Hay. I just want him to, to be on his knees for 10 seconds, referee weighs fights off, and then I want him to get up. And I'd say go on to his kids, but he's obviously not interested in that. He'd probably go back to Miami. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I just want him to be safe. I don't want to hurt no one. I'm not getting paid extra to hurt no one. I'm not making this own money. It's a sport and a business. Mm. And I just want to win. How do you approach it then? Because... The, the, well, the, the novice, um, the the casual fan, maybe compares this to a Donny Stevenson. We've mm-hmm. spoken about the uh, Donny Stevenson it fight is, in the past. Uh, I, I see the the. Uh, well, I don't see how you can make it like that because I was fighting a southpaw. No, I'm talking I, about I, your I approach. Three to and it. a half stone. It, no, my approach won't be the same to Donny Stevenson fight. I was fighting a southpaw, a huge puncher, uh, slick, it was dangerous from the first second to the last. Yeah, Donny Stevenson. This fight. This fight, I'm fighting a guy who's naturally the same weight as me. Uh, I'm facing a guy... Because you're going to be a similar size. Well, I am. He's, got, he's got more he's muscle got, on. Yeah, don't get me wrong, he's going to look gonna be a lot wider. more muscular and bigger and yeah, he's yeah. going to look great on the eye. But, but height and reach and everything that matters is going to be very similar. I was referring to regarding regarding tactics because in that Adonis Stevenson fight, there was a lot of back foot from yourself. That's what I've done and it's my biggest regret in my career. But with this, then from learning from that, there ain't going to be no back foot because people are, are saying to me, "Yeah, I think if he's back on the back foot for six rounds and all this type of stuff, I'm going. This is Tony Bell, you may potentially. Go. I understand why people would say that, and I yeah. can see the reason for saying it. But what I will say is, and I'm a man of my word. I don't need to. Talk, I ain't running from no one at this weight. I don't need I, against the Donald Stevenson. I had two rounds of me at best, and after the way I'd done the weight, it worked out. I had thirty seconds of live action, <laughs> in me. and then thirty seconds I dropped them. <laughs> I can't even believe I done that. Uh, I was dead on my feet in all honesty, but I don't make excuses. I got beat by the better man. I got beat by an elite level world champion. I'm facing another elite level fighter in David Hay. That is the only comparison. Yeah, yeah. In a honesty, they're both elite level fighters. Uh, people that know Hay, people that have followed Hay's career, people that have been in Hay's camp though, say he's a six round fighter. That after six known, rounds, he's known for it, you've got to look at it. The there. anxiety kicks in. This yeah. bottle goes a little bit. He starts panicking. You know, the best way of saying it is. is I had a coach tell me a long time ago when he was, he wasn't the best, greatest boxing coach, but he said something to me once. His name's Duke John Doolan, and it stuck with me. He was me having a coaching with somebody. Oh, he, he pulls me to one side to stay before my first ABA final, and uh, I'd won the semi final. and I was against all the odds. No one expected me to win that first ABA title. Mm. I, kept, no. I just kept plodding on. I kept beating good fighters, you know, in England International here. And Sam Sexton, then another one there, another one here, another one there, and it just round after round it kept growing until in the end I was in the final against the uh, reigning ABA champion. His name was Mick O'Connell. The season before he beaten our own Mick Stafford, I think it was from Kirby. Yeah. So he was, I was facing the reigning ABA champion from the Navy, I think. One, yeah, from the yeah, Navy yeah. he was. He was, a, I think, he was a Marine. So I faced this guy anyway, and uh, a couple, it was a couple of hours before the Duke pulled me to one side. He said, "Listen to me, lad." He said. I'm not going to start professing to your old uh, tactics and all that. And he said, but I'll tell you something now. Don't you dare swallow it. He said, don't you dare bottle it. He said, don't, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the word, don't you dare, the exact words were, lad, don't you dare spew it. He said, I'm going to tell you something now. He said, because you know, the fa- it's the hardest time to spew it is the first time you do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said, and once you spew it once, you will. It, it only It'll gets easier. It'll it be only a thing. It gets yeah. easier to do. When, wow. it, when it gets hard, you will <clears> spew it. Now, and on art, I can honestly say, I've lost fights, amateur fights, whatever, but I can hand on art say, never in my life, never once have I spewed it in anything that I do. I just, I, I can't do it. I haven't got it. It stuck with me what you said all them years ago. And I went on and won that night, but the model of the story was, is I've seen him spew it. Mm. He spewed it against Carl Thompson. 
He hit the man with everything he had. He hurt Carl Thompson, but Carl Thompson just kept coming and mm-hmm. coming. And in the end, he had enough and he spewed it. So I don't care if it's the only time he spewed this game, he's got it in him to do it. Mm. And you know me, you better nail me to the floor because I cannot spew it. If I can get up... Well, that reminds me of Oval McKenzie. On, I will. That reminds me of the Oval McKenzie thing because if anybody's ever watched that, and I advise you to go uh, and Google and check this out because he puts you on your backside. Yeah, flat on, on your face. Backside, your backside, you're on your face. face. Nearly went right, the face. Yeah, 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 flat yeah. on my face. <laughs> but the referee's counting... And you're telling the referee to do one, yeah. get out of the way. I told him to move. <laughs> because yeah. you wanted to get up yeah. and sort it out, let's and just then I, And then I got dropped again after that. <laughs> and then you were swearing at yourself yeah, then? Yeah, then I was swearing Calling yourself myself. for everything? Yeah, you stupid effing idiot. And <laughs> boy, get on with this. And uh, Yeah, I just, I can't spew it. And you know what? There's some fighters who can, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing because it keeps them safe. It's, it's not a bad thing. They know, they know when enough's enough. Mm-hmm. But you're willing to go to places that other people aren't willing to yeah, go. Yeah, and that's not good, mate. That scares me. That's the only part of this horrible... But that scares them as well. It does, yes, but it, it leaves puts me in danger, man, and I've done it many times. You've got to remember the amount. I've been dropped quite a few times, and that doesn't... Everyone goes, oh, he's got a dodgy chin. That's nothing to do with that. A dodgy chin is a man who gets slept a number of times. Mm. I've been down X amount of times in my career... But no one's ever kept me on the floor, mm. even when I got stopped against Donna Stevenson. I think the referee was fantastic that night, saved my life because yeah, yeah. I had to carry on fighting. But I got stopped on my feet. He hit me with the kitchen sink, and I just get up and keep coming. And it's it can be. It, I hope it. A touch wood. I pray. I hope it's not that in this fight. But understand, there's only one man in there out of the two of us who can go through and do that, and that is me. He mm. will not. If this fight in any way, shape, or form gets into a dogfight, he's lost. Are you um, lost? Are you making a weekend of it this weekend? Because obviously your beloved Everton are playing Spurs yeah. on the Sunday, lad. You know what I mean? And there'll be a lot of scousers obviously making they a weekend will. of it. They'll be nah. down. They'll be on the pot, bu- buzzing for the O2, and then on Sunday afternoon they'll be off to not White Hart Lane. Not me, mate. I will be rushing home to meet my kids at the airport on Sunday when they get back from Dubai. Get them flying into Heathrow, lad. Take them to the footy. What's up with you, man? <laughs> nah, mate, you're going to be Bruce up after nah. this fight. You can afford a box. Go to Nando's. Go to Nando's. Get them all in. My missus said we're flying back first class. I said, no, you are not. I said, don't you start me, Gail. I'm warning you. If I get that bill and you flew first class, come back, I'm going to kick off. I'm warning you now. <laughs> she just but, spent the bill. Mate, <laughs> we're, normal, we're normal people and we do normal things in my family. And uh, I don't live an extravagant lifestyle. You look at the way I'm dressed, man. Pair of jeans and trainers. Uh, I'm, I'm digging this new route to fight deal you've got going on. Yeah, no, I haven't got no deal with you to fight. They just, I like the game. I'm a boxing fan, like I've said before. So, the, you know what? I, I, when I first ordered off route to fight, I ordered a shipment and I paid for it all and 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 I got an email back and he said, are you Tony Bellew? Are you the Tony Bellew? Yeah, and I said to them, I emailed back and I said, I am, mate, yeah, but listen, I don't, ex-. he said to me, send us, send me your address again or somewhere else we can send to because I send them my business address because in case they linked on where I was yeah, living, yeah. so... Uh, they, they said to me, no, we're gonna, we want to send you stuff for that. I said, man, I bought enough. I, I spent I like $500 worth of stuff on you. I've got enough clothes and stuff that I'm okay with. No, no, we must send you. We are so thankful for you. And, and now the stuff just arrives at me all the time. And I'm like, I'm really grateful. And we to fight, make great clothes and stuff like that. But 
I don't want nothing for nothing. I don't believe in take, take, take. I'm just not that kind of person. I don't expect anything for nothing of anybody. But this is this is obviously why you're thinking of ending it this year because you're going to get a, a stall down the market. Fucking roots of fight gear. Roots of fight gear. Creed movie merchandise. Oh, he's got his water here. There's, oh, his, yeah. there's his sponsorship. Oh, is that the camera there? There you go. Get on there. Yeah, there's, <laughs> he's a, uh, been great angel of multi water. <laughs> uh, do you know what? It just I don't expect nothing for nothing. And, and like I say, I hate being known. I'm hoping. So I come through this fight, I win. Yeah, I have another fight. You're gonna have to stay heavyweight. We'll see. Another dog. Clitch Coenge, son. Clitch Coenge. That's what they're saying, man. What's the matter with you? I'll say, mate. But that's a different type of fight. That yeah, that's a different type of heavyweight. Let's fight someone with three arms and three legs, mate. The size of them. You know what I mean? The massive. But what I will say is, never say never. Yeah. Uh, I will I will look at the options when we're finished or like I've said sack that when Rich sees how much you're going to get paid for an AJ Klitschko fight it's going to be like told you, mate. get in there Tom lad I booked <laughs> us into Vegas son there's only three things that matter mate and them three things rest assured get home safe to me three boys and Rich win at all costs and nothing else matters so I'll assess the situation post fight but I, I do want to unify the cruiserweight division Wicked, I do. But if the if the opportunity comes in this I'm, period I'm of time, I'm in no position yeah, to, yeah. to reject ridiculous offers. And knocking this fella out, which I'm more than capable of doing, makes me the best heavyweight in the world outside of the champions. That I have to let that sink in for a minute. I'll be yeah, the yeah. best heavyweight in the world without a belt, and I'll probably. Mental, mate. It's it it's doesn't. Mental. Just wait a minute. I'll ring Eddie now. Book Wembley, son. Book Wembley for <laughs> yeah. next year. We'll come him. He's a businessman, mate. And you know what? So man. am I to a certain extent. But uh, it is a businessman. It's it a is, business. Mate. You br- make money. It's a brutal business. It's a brutal business. It's mental now to think back when you were, you know, winning your third ABA oh, title. Mate. And didn't you even like, think I was going to get one. You know what? I'd love to win a British title now. Yeah. I'm going to turn pro. I'd love to win a British title. That was you, my... that, you've never ever from that. You never. You're not like a lot of boxers who turn pro and go. I'm going to be champion of the world. I'm going to yeah. be the next Mayweather. I'm going to be a multi-millionaire. You've literally gone. You know what? I'd love to be ABA champion. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to win another. You know, I want to be Jimmy Albo's first heavyweight ABA champion. That was your dream. Yeah. That's all you cared about. And once you achieved that, it was like. Oh, yeah. do you know what? I'm on a turn pro. Try and win a British title. When Jimmy passed, it just made things more real and. I thought, oh, I'd be Jimmy's ABA heavyweight champion. Bang, done that. Uh, boxing England went around the world, done that. And then it got to the stage where I was happy being an amateur. And then I thought, my style's never going to be good for the amateurs. <laughs> no. and it's just not going to work. So, son, what are you going to do? Uh, cut a long story short, she got up the door and I needed to end out. <laughs> and, and I was sick of working on the door. Uh, sick of working on the door. Yeah. I hated the pillow factory. Uh, so I thought, you know what, let's combine the two. Let's put people asleep for a living. <laughs> I was doing a good job on the door in the pillow factory, but uh, I just thought, let's just give it a go. And I turned professional with no real expectations on my shoulders. And I, I thought, British title. Mm. And everyone said, you're not really better than British class because I wasn't this great established international. I'm sorry, I didn't win the Olympic medal. I got I got binned for the Commonwealth Games, which was still a disgraceful thing. My plan was to go to Commonwealth Games, get a gold medal and turn pro on off the back of the hype that it generates because the Commonwealth Games is the easiest international tournament in amateur boxing to win a gold medal in mm-hmm. without a shadow of a doubt. It's the platform for loads of good guys to turn yeah. pro. It gets loads of media and attention. It gets loads of media country, attention. Yeah. And the way I, I was planning on doing things was 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 
was flattening people on the Commonwealth game level and, and I was capable of that and, and that, the, that was the path that I planned but it didn't work out so I turned pro on the on a very slow back burner I was a, I was a Frank Warren uh, kind of graduate and you know what if you look at my early career he matched me tough man my pro debut was against Jamie Ambler mm-hmm. I know guys who have fought Jamie Ambler after 30 pro fights mm-hmm. and haven't stopped them yeah. I fought him on my pro debut and blasted them in two rounds I fought another unbeaten guy. Uh, I think it was Adam Wilcox I fought in the Millennium Stadium in front of 50,000. Uh, two fights before Calzaghe was about to get in the ring against Kessler. And then I fought another unbeaten guy. Uh, my first three fights were against three tough tough men. All at a weight that you... All at a light heavyweight, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, and then what else did I do after that? I, uh, I had my first distance fight. I think I fought... What was his name? He was the heavyweight. And he'd never been stopped properly. Uh, Bonson, I think it was Paul Bonson. Paul Bonson, probably right hand on his head, and he. I remember him coming in the dressing room still to this day and saying to me, "If that would have been six, you would have stopped me." He said, "But I got to the third, and I could see the end." <laughs> and I felt like saying to him, "My my right hand seen the end in the second round, mate, when it landed <laughs> clean on your forehead." <laughs> but uh, I, I've never been matched easy. I've had. I would say I've been given two gimme fights in this pro game, and I would say one of them was. I told him more for the Commonwealth title. Mm. He wasn't the best. He was absolutely dreadful. And I dream of getting him with opponents like him. Every single night I put my head down, I pray that they're as bad as I told him more. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty honest on that. He was he was me. He was the one gimme the I one got. Gimme. And then the second gimme, I would probably... No, he didn't, because he, he beat some good people. So I've been given one gimme in my career, the Commonwealth title fight. Mm. You know, you've got to look at it. My first defence of the Commonwealth title was against Bob Adjusif. Yeah. Who wants to fight Bob Adjusif? Exactly. Yeah. A slippery southpaw who's beat every... Who was the best in Britain at Light Heavy. Was, is probably still the best in Britain now at Light Heavy, barring the, the, the taff. Uh, and then after him... I fight for the British title against Oval McKenzie, a guy who just drew for the World Championship. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And climbed myself off the floor twice, <clears throat> knocked him out uh, in, the, I think it was the eighth or ninth round with a single left hook, and then give him a rematch after them all telling me I shouldn't. <laughs> Don't touch him again, everyone said. He's the most dangerous man in boxing. I but give you him wanted a rematch, to prove a point. And I wanted to prove a point once again, the dope I am, and just ping them for fun. And no one still to this day gives you the credit for that has ever beat him the way I beat him Dean Francis caught him cold and knocked him out in the first round I knocked him out in the first round no one has ever completely dominated him and shut him out the way I did he fought Enzo Macronelli twice and went knocked him out the first time and then went life and death with him in the rematch Yeah, yeah. Uh, so no one's done to him what I've done to him and it's a lot easier I remember Dodo phoning me before he fought him and saying Tone you know, you made it look easy, lad. And I said, listen to me, lad. It is not easy fighting no. him because you've got to hit him hard early to gain his respect. Otherwise, he will just walk through you. Yeah. And nobody gives me the credit. But like I said, I'm not in boxing to get credit. I'm in boxing to get paid. And uh, I got paid dreadful for that fight, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> for both of the fights, to be honest. Listen, but I've never had a gimme, mate. And, and I've, just, I've worked for everything I've got. We know. British... Commonwealth European WBC World Champion. What do I Sick. always say? This is what this is the route. This That's is it. Got to do it. <clears throat> it is I've the route. Got the, I've got the. Got the t-shirt, mate. I've, I've clocked. I know the you game. have roots of bloody sent it, you lad. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice one, Steve. I've clocked the game, mate. <laughs> so now it's just about. No, I wouldn't say cashing in because that's the wrong thing because all I want to it's do... It's about is financial win. security. If you're yeah, kids, end of. All I want to do is win, though, mate. Like mm. I said, it. This isn't about the money. It's about sending a message. 
Send them a message. March 4th, that message is going to be sent. Listen, before we let you clear off, yeah. two lads that you've uh, obviously trained in your gym. Yes. Gav, this weekend, is he oh, going to become yeah. world champion or what? I'm really, really hoping so. It's a big ask. I yeah. think he can do it. it. You know what this fight's about? It's it's similar to mine in ways. It's about them first four rounds. Mm-hmm. Because this Ray Vargas has got... He's got heavy hands. Heavy hands, man. He's got, got that a, long, little dangly, yeah. uh, long string of piss power. I've got it. Just yeah. the, the same power that he has that kind of that power that just turns lights out instantly with a long and that weight it's unusual yeah. as well Mate, like, he's a six foot bantam we come crazy. on do these freaks even exist exactly <laughs> yeah, well, and uh, he can bang mate so Gav's got to be clever he's got a good game plan and I've seen him sparring really good fighters in the gym uh, and he, he's Dave's reconstructed the style and he's, he's added to it so he's making him hard to hit he's gave him a good defence he's made him you know, tactically aware and be and let him try and do things in the fight. He's aware of when he should thinking think about yes. when he's in there because he's always been a fighter who just fights at a crazy pace and waits for the other guy to yeah, tire yeah. and throws nuts punches. Yeah. yeah, but now he's got a good technique to them punches. He's hurting people with body shots. He's dropping people that he's never done before mm. in fights in sparring, and he's he's now got gears in fights and he's got he's capable of changing a fight midway through a fight, and that is a big thing for a fighter. Not many. Excuse me, fighters can can change up mid fight, yeah. And he's got that in his locker now, and that could be the defining factor against someone like Ray Valga. Because when it's not going good, if you you're not getting it your way after three or four rounds, and you need to change it, he can now do that, and yeah. that's what he need, he's gonna might need to do this weekend. I said on the show this week, he may have to do what you did. I think he may have to climb up off the canvas yes, early on. Is a but I think he's got it in his tank to, to pull it to pull That it is off. a possibility and I said that too. Uh, and his brother's done it many times. Exactly, yeah. Jamie, some, you know, listen, with small, with, with small gloves on me, anyone can hit the floor. But only very few can get up and win. Yeah. And I don't say that lightly. I'm, I speak from experience. I've done mm. it many times. It is a hard thing to do. When you get knocked down, it takes you to lonely places because it's only you in there, mate. Only you can get up and fight. Only you can be willing yourself on and want to do it that much to win. No one, as good as your coach is, and as much as your coach wants it, he can't do it for you. Mm. Yeah, He can't do it. It has to be something in you. And it's what makes you tick. And he's going to have to really zone in and focus if he gets dropped. <clears throat> and And... Just get it done, mm. you know, yeah. change up, do what you've got to do, survive, tie him up, rough him up. One thing I can say about this kid is this Ray Vargas, mate, he's going to tie you. You can't be that weight and yeah. be that size and not expect gas. As long levers, he will tie you. That punch sharpness and power will go. It's like, um, for me, I, I said to Nick, it's like a crawler Barossa type vibe, you know what I mean? You might yeah. have to weather a storm for four or five rounds and then all of a sudden, mm. when that gas goes, I, I think stick it on. Just getting the sponsors in there. I Sorry, you mate. No, I, saw you I, I, I think <laughs> <laughs> he's on me. Uh, I, it's it's a fight where there's I, I, I can envision envision multiple scenarios. Yeah, but one thing. It's a great fight, man. It's a great fight. It's a great fight. It's a genuine 50-50 world he, title. He fight. is a big. He is the biggest name on Gav's record, and and Gav is going to be the biggest name on Ray Vargas's record. Mm. So. It's a really big clash. It's very similar to me and Alunga Makabu, but Alunga Makabu had a big name in Thabasu Makunu on mm-hmm. his record. And Thabasu Makunu is a world class fighter. He's a really good fighter. Someone who just beat Neddy Chambers mm. 
uh, a world-ranked heavyweight. So he was a little bit more proven. But Jamie's uh, Gav's you in that You had the cleverly scalped though as well. Yeah, I had, the, sc- I had so, the scalp of him, but you know. the, all as I ever get is, oh, he was a light heavy, he wasn't big enough. So I'm, I'm, I'll never get credit, no matter no, where. Yeah. Look, I think the credit for me will come maybe years after I'm done. I don't think I, I don't ever get credit. You, you don't, know you don't, um, you knock that creep fella out as well though. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you <stopped> him. <laughs> What's happening with Goodison now? Have you got it? Is have you painted your seat gold or anything? Oh, do, you have, do you ever get a spot in the box? Do you get or that? Something? You can't be on the Gladys. Like no these, Olymp- these Olympic guys get like gold letter boxes and stuff, don't they? Yeah. You know after what, I mean? what you did but at you Goodison, get, surely you've no. got a gold. Do you get to sit in the dugout with Big Dunk? A free pie, a free pie. Yeah, the chairman's my friend, and I say that lightly. I don't have many friends in this world, but I speak to the chairman. He's my friend. And, uh, Does he say to you, come back, let's do it again? Do you yeah, come back me, as a heavyweight? <laughs> of course he has. Fight, he's fight Klitschko, come me, on. He's asked me to do it again, yes, <laughs> and I've said no. Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm very fortunate and very lucky. I can't believe I'm in the position I'm in. I've picked the phone up. I can speak to the chairman of Everton Football Club. It's nuts. What the Buy hell? this lad. Listen, man, I've, I've seen this player. You need to go and get him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Danza, yeah. Get Danza in there. He's sorting his mates out, yeah. It's, uh, I'm just, I, I look at my life and where I've come from and, and what I've achieved and what I've done, and it's just nuts. I can't. Yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, how. It's great. It's yeah, great. It's, it's a great story. Yeah, I just don't know how I've done it. You know what I mean? If someone had said to me, leaving school with no qualifications and not a pot to piss in, listen, you're going to be in a Rocky movie. You're gonna win every single possible thing you can win in world boxing, and you're gonna do it at Goodison, and you're gonna do it at Goodison Park. I'd have just said to them, "You need to stop smoking whatever it is you're smoking and pass it to me to have a go of it." Because if that's what you can see smoking that, then something's right. And I'm not—I don't believe in drugs; it's disgusting. But someone would have been smoking something if they predicted my future. If someone made a Hollywood story about my life, whoever whoever was reading the script would say, take it away. No chance. This is ridiculous. It is too far-fetched and it's not, mate. I'm a real-life success story for me. I really, really am. Like I said, I'm... it's sad to say I can't wait for it to be done, but I just can't wait to do the normal parts of my life and the normal enjoying things that I do. So I just want more of them. Tony, we wish you all the best, man. You've always been Thank really kind to us much. coming in and doing things like oh, this. No, and I know that no problem. this isn't doesn't feel like media work. I know it is because we're on the radio and stuff, but it doesn't feel like the, the stuff I've been doing all week, man, is just nonsense. So I, I, This is the real you, that's why. Yeah, I can this just sit here and yap and talk nonsense and bollocks and... <laughs> Before you go, before you go, let yes. me uh, let me just ask you as well two twofold quick question. Of course. Um, how's Pricey doing? Yeah. You spoke to him. I spoke to him myself briefly, yeah. and he seems in it. To be honest, he seems in a in a good place. But also twofold on that. You know, yeah. I, I thought that the backlash against Dave Caldwell was 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 pretty shitty. The way it was horrible, fans mate. reacted. Uh, I'm still gutted by it. Absolutely devastated. What pissed me off? One of the most things that pissed me off is everyone's got to remember David Price was formally promoted at one stage by David Hay. Mm-hmm. He's sparred with him tons upon tons, dozens of rounds with David Hay. He knows him personally. Now, people come on my social media and said, what, what, what's the difference between what you said about David Hay's opponents and what David Hay said about David Price? said, number one, he knows personally David Price. Number two, David Hay should never have been in the ring with them opponents. Mm-hmm. And then number three, the biggest, most disgusting thing about it is he made a mockery of a man's downfall who he knows personally. Yeah. And it just pissed me off and disgusted me. Uh, I've I've spoke to him. Uh, I haven't been with him in person yet, but I will. I, I wanted to leave him to not reflect because he, he's a clever kid. 
and I need have already reflected, but it just broke my heart. That's the about only way I can say it, mate. It really did. Yeah. And we're, we're all wired differently. And, you know, I'm a maniac at times. And, and me and him have sat many a night, many a time, just chilling and talking. Uh, and it just breaks my heart, mate. It really does. It just, it's hard, man. It's, uh, people just don't see the hard part. But I watched him spar 12 rounds, eight days before that fight with two opponents. One's an unbeaten heavyweight and the other one was an American heavyweight who moved like he was bloody Sugar Ray Leonard uh, through the fear of God. And, and he sparred 12 rounds and he was not blown one bit. So when people tell you David Price wasn't fit for that fight, do not believe that for one minute. David Price was in absolutely fantastic shape. But what you can't envision is how nervous that someone can get, yeah. uh, how anxious someone can get. And... and it's just it just happens and, and people should respect them. First and foremost, David Price has achieved more than these whoppers on exactly. the internet could ever imagine. This is a man who went to the Beijing he's been to an Olympic Games, he's medalled. This is a man who's 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 lived his dream of trying to become British heavyweight champion. Of the heavyweight world. champion, he the first one Liverpool's ever had. Yeah, he, he just you've got to remember this is a guy who just blew away everyone on a domestic scene. Blitzed everyone, went through it like a hot knife through butter, and then, in my opinion, uh, his promoter made a fight that, and I know this for a fact, and I'm not backing him because we made, but he didn't want that first Tony Thompson fight. It was impossible to prepare for. He had a nightmare preparing for Audley Addison, for the getting sparring palms and stuff like that, and then the got it was Maloney's uh, decision to take to Tony Thompson, and David Price didn't want Tony Thompson, but. He went with it because he was told it's a world-ranked fighter and he's coming cheap, mm. which Tony Thompson did in the first fight. Now, David lost that fight, but then David did demand the rematch. And whatever happened, happened. But everybody forgets, man, the man was on drugs. Mm. He was on drugs. And, and my friend's career has been ruined by drug cheats in this mm. sport because post-Tony Tony Thompson fight two. I'm not going to say he was never the same, but what I will say is his, his belief in himself and his confidence in himself suffered such yeah. a Well, the massive, sport the massive. sport chewed him up and spat him out and didn't Big give a shit. Big Big time. It doesn't make And this is why I'm... I'm people go on... Our his record still this, says losses. Still says three losses. Not in no other sport in the world could that happen. No. It, it absolutely infuriates me and disgusts me beyond mm. belief. Now, okay, he lost to Christian Hamer. Yes, he did, but... You know, is that, in my opinion, that's not the David Price I know. And that's not the David Price I've seen. Uh, I know how good he can be. I know what he can do. And and people laugh at me and say whatever. And I don't really care what they think. But ultimately, I know how good my mate can be. Mm. And I just know that this sport has done exactly what you've just said to him. It, it chewed him up and it spat him out and it didn't care. If any, If there should ever be a lesson learned from the things that have happened to David it is to deal with these horrible scumbag drug cheats and ban them all for life yeah. every single one of them fail a drug no questions no nothing fail a drug test for performance enhancing drugs yeah. you should be banned for life because this is not a hundred meter race this is a fight to the that can be yep. to the death lives are at stake well that's what it's going to take isn't it somebody keel over in the ring some the other guys on know, drugs. I don't even I've know if a boxing will care, even if it does happen. No, it, it seems will, like that, every, that will, every other heavyweight seems to be on drugs what, at the what, moment. What will happen is someone will die in a ring, right? And then it will go to the government. Yeah. 
That's what will happen. And they'll shut boxing down, man. They, they will threaten to shut down unless... And, and you've got to look at it this way. What's going to happen if a guy does die in the ring and the guy who's done it is on performance lines? Is that murder? Because in my book it is. Yeah, yeah. It's premeditated murder. You took drugs previously to the fight, premeditated, knowing you were getting an advantage over the man, yep. and then you went in and killed him. That is premeditated murder. Look at the law book. You deserve to go to jail for life. And it will take something like that to to cut drugs from this sport. I'm mm. telling you, that's what it'll take. And it, it's so sad to say that because it doesn't need, a death doesn't need to happen. No. no. Do it now and just say, I'm not... There's guys who have failed drug tests for off the for on the uh, store shelf uh, things. So there's guys who have lem sips and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and a yeah, diet yeah. drink and all that. These doctors know what's in the drugs. I'm not for them guys. They need a slap on the wrist and tell them, listen, educate yourself. Look yeah. at the drug place. Now. I don't take anything, and if I take anything, I call me nutritionist, and then I call UKAD and I check the father site. I was dying of about a month ago of some kind of flu, whatever it was. Anyway, thick stuff on my chest, and. I wanted to take this this painkiller or whatever it was, and I couldn't take it because mm. it it is some salbutamol or something in it, and I, I just couldn't take it. So it just and and you know what was mad? Two days later, I got drug tested, and then two weeks <laughs> after God, that, eh? two weeks after that, I got drug tested again. So Thank I, God. I've done three drug tests in the last seven weeks, and and I've never I've, I've done over a hundred drug tests. And I've never failed a drug test in my life. I mean, everyone knows I'm not going to be on drugs. And the drug tester turns up and he goes, I'm sorry, Tone, they test the wrong people. And I just went, well, you said it, mate. Mm. You know, you're saying it. But I just hope, and I'm harping on that, they just they start banning people for life. Mm. If, if you fell off a, off a shelf thing or stuff like that, and I know some of these guys take stimulants to try and mask it is, but they'll find it. And when they find the performance enhancing drugs, just ban them for life. I don't care how big a name they are. Yeah, I don't care how much else. money they're making. Just ban them, lah. Yeah. Just ban them for life. And then you will see a big difference in the sport. I've got a friend who went sparring with Alexander Pavekin. And he was <laughs> Don't get me started on him. He was sparring with him. And it was about 18 months ago, he said, oh, he hit you and you just, it's unbelievable. He just doesn't stop. He just keeps getting stronger and stronger. He went back and sparred him six months ago. He said to me, it was a different, different fella. He said, I was hurting him. He could feel everything. He was tired, getting tired. When I was getting tired, he said it was just a different man. And I said that's probably the same man I seen as an amateur. Yeah, absolutely ruining everybody. And, and they just couldn't believe. It. I remember seeing him in the European Championships in Plovdiv in Bulgaria because I was at the Euros. And this guy, I remember watching him and Pulev. And I knew very, really see amateur fights like that's that. That's why we don't go to Russia, Tom. That's why we don't go to Russia, <laughs> well, mate. That's why I told Lebed- I, I was actually the fool who was willing to go to Russia to fight Lebedev <laughs> because I think I'd have knocked him That's out. why you've got a water deal. You've got your own yeah. water deal, yeah? That's Just in why- case it gets kicked out yeah. in Russia. That's why uh, that, I was willing to go to Russia because I believe I was going to win by knockouts. I've fought guys on steroids, I know I have. Mm. And I've fought guys who have declared them over here and they've come from Germany and they've, and they've declared them so they're allowed to take them. Uh, all this nonsense about having a low testosterone level. I've done mm. it. I've, so I've, I've four guys, and you, 
I thought guys steroids and after six rounds I'm pummeling this guy beating the beating the hell out of him doing him good and proper and then you know what after six rounds it's like someone just went is a flesh opponent yeah <laughs> <laughs> come up with the seventh round like, who's this <laughs> I was like and I was thinking why well, I've just battered you for six rounds tell me where you come from they're first pair of shorts they're kids in yeah they're swim swim brothers in non-stop this the last fellow I fought in the fifth round was hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> but uh, I mean I've done it and I know the drastic effects it has it's a dangerous sport man the last thing we need in this world is someone getting hurt on a more threatening scale but until these sanctioning bodies and until these boxing boards step in it's going to continue to happen because mm. drugs are rife in boxing they're rife in my sport and it needs sorting out listen Get home to your kids, man. It's that yeah, time of night. Get yourself past, home. Go and enjoy yourself. Past. Thank you very no, much. No, thank you for coming in. We really appreciate, appreciate it. it Good luck. March 4th, man. Keep listening to, not me burping, but Fight Disciples. And, uh... <laughs> Listen, we got to thank you, actually, thank you because that. obviously at the end of the... Um, at the end of the BJ Flores thing, when you were kicking off with hair, yeah, yeah. you obviously yells at him and calls him SpongeBob, yeah? Yeah. You meant sideshow, Bob, but I was yeah. allowed then to do a brilliant meme on uh, social media that went <laughs> fucking viral. Out. So nice one, brother. Yeah, you keep doing that. <laughs> you know what, mate? That's what happens when you watch too much child TV, <laughs> kids. Because I knew the minute it I left your said lips, it, man. thought the kids are going to go on the man a sponge. You know what I mean? He looks like sideshow, you clown, not SpongeBob. And, and then you made that. Listen, I went in the barbers and I, and I asked you for the sideshow, Bob. But Bell, you just called me SpongeBob, and it just, oh, me kids. Why'd you call him that, Dad? You should know better than that, Dad. And, all right, lad. I've got enough headaches and problems. Just leave me be. But thank you for having me. You're welcome. No, and have a good final week. Two more days nah, to go, and then it's chill. I wish it was two week. days, mate. The worst Saturday. I've got twelve rounds of sparring to do with three opponents. Big lumps. I've sent the American back now. Uh, I've roughed him up enough, and I've got twelve rounds to do with three guys on Friday. I come through. Is there that. a grand on? Is there a grand on the ring? I'm gonna put more down. Oh, there'll be people tweeting in now. See how come I'm in. Cue on side. I'm gonna, 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 gonna put more down. The last part of the session yeah, might be two quid. So <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give them that, and then and then I've got to go through hell on a treadmill on Saturday after that, and then that is that is the end of camp. I, what I will do is I will tweet on Saturday. I am officially dead, but the end of camp is near. I will bring myself to life for Monday at the press conference because I expect to have death by treadmill on Saturday Game afternoon, on. and that will be the last heart training session I do until I punch side show Bob in the mouth real, real hard. <laughs> and with that, we bid you good night. Good night. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.